Hey gang, how's it going? Welcome to the Inside Wag Nutrition Podcast. Um, I am Josh, and today we are talking about all things alcohol. Um, alcohol is a kind of unique and nuanced uh, piece of the nutrition puzzle. And um, as coaches, we all uh, like to help you figure this stuff out and either eliminate alcohol from your diet from a certain amount of for a certain amount of time depending on your goals or how to like work it in in a way that keeps you like you keeps you enjoying it and still having fun with your friends if that's your thing um and then working through how to stay on on track and uh, keep your progress going so uh chris why don't you go ahead and talk about that a little bit yeah absolutely hey everyone um so we wanted to cover some high level notes about alcohol and the purpose of this episode is to kind of let you know what alcohol is, what it does, the effect that it has on you. And then we'll go into the nuances of how we actually track that into your calories and macronutrients. But from a high level um, perspective here, so although technically it's considered a macronutrient, alcohol is its um, own calorie content and alcohol is not essential for survival. And it's not considered one of the three main macronutrients, which is normally protein, carbs, Contrary fat. to what some people would, um, would hope <laughs> or, or wish. Yep. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Or people yeah. think or want yeah. to believe, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, or what the news may tell you is right. healthy. Right. Um, but, you know, we all know that we're, or most of us know that proteins and carbs all have four calories per one gram, whereas fat has nine calories per one gram. And with alcohol, there's seven calories per gram. Um, so unlike protein, carbs and fat, the calories from alcohol contain next to no nutritional value. Like it's kind of like an empty spend, if yeah. you will. So what that means is you're less likely to feel full after drinking alcohol because the calories you ingest carry no fiber, no actual volume. There's nothing there um, or healthy vitamins or minerals that your body needs to thrive. Um, so what happens when you drink alcohol is your body prioritizes the digestive alcohol ahead of anything else you have eaten. So it kind of treats it like a toxin, like this foreign entity that it's like, what is this? We need to get this out of our body. So it turns all of its attention to eliminating this toxin um, Trojan horse that made its way into your body, right? <laughs> In a way. And so alcohol is going to get burned first as a fuel source before your body uses anything else. Uh, and what this usually means is that um, that includes glucose from carbohydrates or lipids from fats. And so other words, um, almost everything else like fat burning takes a back seat. Uh, as your body handles the alcohol in your system. So that's something to keep in mind and maybe be aware of when you take that sip and being like, fat loss is my goal. Fat <laughs> loss is my yeah. goal. And then kind of like, you know, see how that aligns with things, yeah. right? Um, so yeah, Josh, do you want to cover the other uh, high level points yeah, here? Um, I mean, there's there's so many like different nuances to, to this thing. I mean, it, within the little bit that Chris just talked about, there's, you could deep dive into each one of those. So, I mean, this is a, I mean, we're going to talk about how to track it all and, and uh, how to make it work, you know, for you maybe in your, in your diet. But it's, I mean, it's such a nuanced topic um, that, you know, everyone's going to have like different opinions and things on it um, and how you should approach it. And that's why it's always good to talk to your coach about it. Um, but one yeah. of the things that um, I think is most interesting about um, alcohol consumption is how much it impacts your recovery uh, throughout the week. Like if you're training super hard, uh, and you have like some drinks during the week, it can really, really have an impact on your CNS and your, um, ability to recover, uh, before that next session comes up. Um, it definitely impacts mm -hmm. sleep. Um, I know for a lot of people that wear whoops, 
we'll talk about that. Um, and if, if you are uh, a whoop wearer, whoop wearer, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you have one and you have a couple drinks and then go to sleep that night, chances are you've seen a drastic dip in your recovery um, the next morning. Um, and that's just because the alcohol is just the CNS suppressant. And it really, really kind of just like bogs you down. And then the next day, you know, if you have a few drinks, we, we know how that feels. Uh, it's not great. You're generally dehydrated. Um, and uh, you don't do a whole lot. I mean, depending on how, depending on the, what you did the <laughs> night before, you know, you just kind of like, you're kind of uh, lethargic and that doesn't add to, you know, your uh, daily expenditure or and you're not exactly jumping out of bed ready to rock in the morning. So, um, so the, so yeah. alcohol, you know, the night before can have 24, sometimes 48 hours of like lasting effects on you. And that's something that everyone should consider you know, especially if you're on a weight loss program or like you're looking for performance enhancement in the gym, uh, muscle building too, uh, it, it affects all of that stuff. So just things to mm -hmm. take into consideration. Um, obviously over long periods of time, uh, lots of alcohol consumption can lead to fatty liver disease. Um, and that is obviously not great. <laughs> it, it can do some serious damage, uh, and it just affects the way that your body metabolizes and stores carbohydrates and fats as well. So um, what else do we got? Alcohol. Yeah, it causes stress on the stomach and intestines. Absolutely. Um, and all these things, I mean, I, I would like to know if anyone listening thought, yeah, that sounds like it's for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what? Alcohol yeah, right? sounds like something I could get into because it's, mm -hmm. it's sure, it's a social thing. And, you know, there's there's certain like social you know, cues or customs and things like that. Like, a, yeah, absolutely. Special occasions, toast to the, to the bride and groom, you know, things like that, of course, but it's, it's when yeah. you, and it's in the most, uh, you know, um, concerning places too, like, like a baby shower. It's found, it's everywhere. found everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's found absolutely. everywhere. And ag yeah. again, like we don't want to come across as like, you know, Debbie Downers or party poopers or whatever, but it's like, no, Party yeah. <laughs> as, <laughs> as coaches and as uh, people that want to see you do your best, we have to uh, be able to share the information and let you guys make the decisions yourself. Yeah. So that's all we're trying to do here, gang. Um, so, yeah, yeah uh, a big part of consuming alcohol and fitting it into your diet is about finding balance. Um, and that's going to be different for everybody. But, you know, we are here to help you yeah. do that. So let's let's go ahead and, and talk about that and how to track it and um, how to kind of work it into your diet a little bit. Yeah. So as you know, um, you probably know it being anyone who's drank alcohol, whether it be something served in a glass or you've gone and actually bought in some canned or packaged version of alcohol, you know, namely beer, ciders, wines, um, mixed cocktails, things like that. Um, some may or may not have food labels on them. And there's a lot of like questioning that goes in when you look at the information on those nutrition labels compared to how we understand looking at nutrition labels on mm -hmm. foods that outline, you know, the fat content, carb content and protein content, and then had how the levels of those different macronutrients add up to the total calories in that food source. And it's similar to alcohol, but different. Um, so unlike food labeling regulated by the FDA, alcohol is regulated by the alcohol and tobacco tax and trade bureau. So um, who doesn't require nutrition labeling? Which is, so that's why you find some that do, some that don't. Which is nuts. Which that's is crazy. nuts, right? So it's kind of an, really in a way, an unregulated thing in terms of informing and educating the public or the consumer 
on the consumption of those yeah. items. So it's there's kind of like this squirrely area, gray area there, right? And so when you do find a label on one of your drinks, it's time to ask some questions and look a little <laughs> yeah. deeper. And we're going to help you look a little deeper because uh, there's some things going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, an example is... Um, you know, like a nutrition label on a, a beer or something, right, can say that there's only three grams of carbs, yet shows that the total calories in the drink is 120 calories. So we know if we do the math, if there's three grams of carbs and one gram of carbs is equivalent to four calories, then three times four calories is 12. So that's 12 calories based on what we know about macronutrients. And so there's 108 calories that are unaccounted for. And guess where those calories are coming from? The <laughs> actual alcohol in the drink, you know? And so generally what the food labels represent is ingredients inside that alcoholic beverage. And that represents the macronutrient content of those ingredients, but not the calories from the alcohol. Mm. So that's that difference and vast difference that you see in actually doing the math with the micro macronutrients and then comparing it to the total calories in the beverage. So right off the bat, we know that this nutrition label is yeah. wrong and it is not to be trusted. So we're not <laughs> going to track that example as three grams of carbs and be like, oh, three grams of carbs in this beer. I can have 20 of these today, right? I can fit it in my macros. No problem. Guess what? No, no you can't. can't. Nope. <laughs> so, um, so tracking alcohol uh, using labels as is for multiple drinks, multiple nights of the week and all that, those calories can add up really quickly if done incorrectly. Yeah. So to track alcohol when tracking macros, we allocate the calories and alcohol to carbs and or fats, either carbs, fats, or somewhere in between. And we never, ever, ever substitute alcohol for protein because protein is just too darn important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we knew that for muscle preservation, muscle growth, uh, appetite, uh, satiety, sustainability of the diet, enjoyability, maintaining a calorie deficit. It's it's what helps make things more tolerable, yeah. essentially. So, so some strategies for deciding how much you'll drink and how you'll make it fit into your calories is, you know, we, we look ahead at your day and the overall plan to determine if you'll track the calories into your carbs, fats, or protein, or, or sorry, or a portion of both, not protein, sorry. Um, and so which macro carbs or fat will be easier to save or make room for that alcohol? I would say for probably most people who maybe aren't keto per se, and generally I would say if you're keto, you're probably not drinking alcohol because Right. <laughs> that's not keto, right? Um, so, but if generally, if you're just a, a traditional flexible dieter, you generally have more carbs to work with than you will fat. So most will probably prefer to shave out some room in their carb intake for the day to allocate alcohol into there because they can't spare the fats because, you know, some, a lot of people maybe keep it in the range of 25 to 30% of total calories allocated to fats. So an example of how we would track calories from a alcoholic beverage would be, so if we're going to track towards carbs, we would figure out the known calories of the drink. And so for this example, like, so the 120 calories of this um, random beer example I mentioned earlier that only showed three grams of carbs, we're not going to pay attention to the carbs. We're going to take the total calories, 120 calories, right? And if we divide that by four, then the math comes down to 30 grams of carbs. So real easy. Divide 120 to, uh, calories by four. That means 30 grams of uh, carbs that you're going to track for that beverage. Nice and easy. Uh, on the other hand, if you take that 120 calories and divide it by nine to track towards your fats, we're going to roughly count that as 13 grams of fat. Pretty simple. And you just maybe find a quick ad entry in your MyFitnessPal, your macros first, whatever food entry you're using, 
or you'll go and create just a custom entry. And this is what I see a lot of clients doing is that they make some custom entry, label it the thing that they drank, and then pop in what they calculated for that drink. And that's all fine and dandy and it works. But what I like to do is have a system so that no matter what you drink, the end result is the same. And it doesn't matter to differentiate what it was or whatever, just what it was in terms of calorie value. So uh, you can go into your food tracking app, create a new entry. I like to label it something like alcohol dash carbs. And the only information you put into that record is one gram in the carb field and you hit save. And then I've got that record where I can pull up, pop in 30 grams of carbs, hit save and know that that was carbs contributed from alcohol. Do the same thing for a fat entry, create a custom entry, label it alcohol dash fat, whatever, put one gram of um, fat in the fat field, hit save. And then you've got that um, entry to use to track as 13 grams of yeah. fat. So on the other hand, if we wanted to kind of partition this between carbs and fat, because maybe we're like slipping it in after the fact and playing some macro Tetris at the end of the day, or we just want to maybe evenly distribute that. Um, so we can see what the remaining macro budget is we've got to work with. Let's say we're planning a couple drinks ahead of time. We take that 120 calories, divide it by two, that's 60, um, calories. So just divide 60 by four. And then you've got 15 grams of carbs. And then on the other half, 60 divided by nine. And then they'll track it as 6.6, .6, but I round it up to seven. I'll just call it seven grams of fat. And then so 15 grams of carbs, seven grams of fat. Nice, nice and easy. And so um, if you're drinking like multiple beers, just add up, say you're having three beers, add up the total calories of those beers and then do the math and then just input that quick ad entry or whatever it is, your method for tracking and you're good to go. Gravy. It's easy. It's accounted for and uh, it'll help you stay within your calorie deficit and your budget for the day. Yeah. Um, additionally, we've got tools that make this easier. If math is not your jam <laughs> and it's easier to do in the moment, we've got a couple different options and we'll definitely link these resources to you in the show notes. As always, uh, we've got our online WAG alcohol macro calculator where you could just, it basically takes the guesswork out of the equation and shows you exactly how to count alcohol into your macros with no second guessing. So, um, you could, what you could do is essentially pop in the total calories and then we have this little toggle slider and you slide it to the left to lean more towards carbs, slide it all the way to the right to go towards fats or find that sweet spot somewhere in the middle. And the app will tell you exactly the number of carbs and exactly the number of fat to track into yep. your macros. So easy. So yeah. nice. Beautiful. Thanks Jordan and Matthew for creating that. <laughs> yes. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> And additionally, if you're a current uh, WAG client, you have the joy of having the Seismic mobile app on your phone where you could open that up, tap on any log of the week, tap into your little alcohol bucket, and then we've got this calculate a drink option. And we've got some built-in custom stuff for like beer, wine, alcohol, liqueurs, and mixed drinks you could use or choose something custom. And here you can track by calories or you can do it by alcohol uh, by volume, ABV percentage, and number of ounces. So like you could track something like, um, like recently I went to a comedy show. I had two Strongbow ciders. Those are like 5.5, or I think they're like 5% if I remember correctly. So I'd pop in 5% as the ABV. I had two of them and their bottles are weird. They're like 11.2 ounces. So that'd be 22.4 ounces, right? <laughs> Plug that info into the calculator here. And then I could just slide that slider and allocate whichever way I want. And then within the seismic app, I can actually apply those calculated alcohol macros to my macros in the app and my work is done. And then I'm on my way Dude. and it's so nice. There you go, <laughs> man. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I was going to pipe something. Chris, you were on a roll, so I was just letting you go there. The one thing that I get uh, questions about uh, from, from clients that I work with sometimes is mixed drinks. Uh, yeah. Because obviously, you know, there's straight alcohol drinks, uh, but there's also like fancy ones. I say fancy. Mm. Margaritas. Yeah. Are margaritas fancy? Fancy meaning complicated. Complicated? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, so, yeah, that's so how there's, I look at it. So there's these, right. other, like, these other little pieces that you have to factor in there too, because you might figure out the alcohol, mm. but then you have to figure out, oh, is it mixed with some sugary soda or some sugary, yes. um, you know, mix? Uh, like a Contro yeah. or uh, something yeah. else or this or that that has calories yeah. as well. And yeah. just, I mean, as with anything that you're tracking, like, yeah, it all adds up. It all adds calories. So even if you don't know the precise amounts of like that kind of thing, you know, those, those add-ons in it, you have to calculate those. They're, they're, they don't yes. magically just go away or it's very easy, especially with a drink. I mean, this goes, I guess, for alcohol or non-alcoholic drinks. It's very easy to just keep going keep drinking yeah and you're like well whatever it's just a little bit you know and like chris said earlier they add up big big time yeah so as summer approaches and we're i mean as we get deeper into the summer i should say um that's something you just have to watch watch out on you know and again it's about trade-offs it's about looking yeah. at your day and about looking at uh what is kind of important to you you know like i said if you know hey you're going to a wedding are you going to toast the bride and groom, have a glass of wine? Of course, you know, worth yeah, it. Of course. But I mean, if it's the, you know, third day in a row and you're out with your friends on a boat and you're, you know, toasted and sunburnt and you're going to keep on, keep on drinking, maybe it's time to reach for the water instead, you know? Um, right. Yeah. It, it, it's really, you got to use your own compass gang um, and, and, be, yeah. and be smart about it because it does have, it, it does have its effects on you. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. short and long term. So, and and it can be frustrating to feel like you're putting in all this work, and because you're working hard, you're also playing hard. <laughs> yeah, and those two things can be in conflict with one another. You know, and this is yeah. not to put shame or guilt around alcohol mm -hmm. consumption or whatever. Because let's be honest, it's probably never going away. That's right. <laughs> you know, it's probably always going to be around, and whether or not it's in your environment or your world is comes down to a personal choice and of course the people you you keep around you and the boundaries you're willing to set with setting boundaries on saying i'm going to the show tonight i'm only going to have two drinks and having the willpower and the discipline and to do to, to, to do that and show up and do the thing you say you want to do or you know recruit your friend's help as we talked about having support systems in the past is saying hey gang i need to stick to two two drinks tonight so please don't pressure me to drink any more than that and if you see me maybe doing something i said i didn't want to do Please call me out on it. You have my permission. Yeah. You know, um, these things can make a world of difference in how you view certain social f interactions that you have and, and social groups that you keep. And then, you know, you might realize that you have friends where like all you ever do is go out and drink with yeah. them. And then maybe you question the validity, validity of that connection and the value that that also brings to your life just as much as you're questioning the validity of alcohol yeah. in your life. That's huge. You know, yeah. uh, there's important things like that to understand yeah. too. Um, and so... Yeah, really, you know, it has its time in place, but the thing is we don't want it to work against mm -hmm. you. And so that's, that's where the frustration kicks in. Cause like how frequently after like a Friday night's lights workout or something like that, does like a group of CrossFitters go out and have some right. beers and smash some things, you know, and then like, you know, drinking too many, uh, drinks can lead to excessive food intake this. So it has yeah. another adverse effect as we've already talked about. 
crappy sleep. You wake up the next morning and you're like, well, might as well go drink with the gang at brunch because I feel crappy already. So why not, you know, hair of the dog, right? But like, honestly, like the, the hair of the dog thing is like, we know whatever, we know yeah. that doesn't work. Yeah. And uh, yeah, what's generally easier uh, and possibly better and more aligned with your goals is, you know, changing that next, next action, you yeah. know, <laughs> saying, Hey, I'm glad I got that out of my system last night. Today's my, my reset, right. you know, and I'm just picking up where I left That's off, right. yeah. you know? So let, yeah. let's, let's go back real quick, uh, to the, uh, to the comedy show that you went to, Chris. Yeah. You went out that night and were you thinking about that? Were you like, you know what? Like you kind of looking at your, you're looking at your tracker, you're looking at like how the week went. And did you, mm-hmm. were you making that decision ahead of time? Were you kind of like planning to have a few drinks that night? Um, yes. And the reason being is, uh, I go to comedy works downtown, world famous comedy works. Love it. Best venue in America. Um, they have a two item show, like a two item minimum in the showroom. So outside of paying for the ticket and getting in. So they have wait staff that who are amazing, who bring you food and all this stuff. Uh, so it's a two item minimum. That could be two bottles of water. It could be a drink and an item uh-huh. of food. It could be two pieces of food. It doesn't matter gotcha. as long as you purchase okay. two okay. things. So of course I have the choice to buy two bottles of water if I want to, but I'm also like, I don't want to pay for bottled yeah. water and create the plastic yeah, trash yeah. like i don't whatever it's stupid to me so i'm like i i like a strongbow why not we were waiting in line we got to the show a little bit early i'm like all right cool i'll have mm-hmm. one you know and i'm like i've tracked that before i know that that's a reasonable Bingo. thing doesn't take up too many calories on my day um and so that's the thing i wanted to point out too is that the the act of weighing uh, sorry not weighing but tracking your alcohol and understanding the things that you typically drink and enjoy um how they factor into things and what the actual calorie value is it just puts things into perspective so then you're like oh that's why i wasn't losing weight yeah. i was smashing 10 10 400 calorie drinks yeah. every weekend like that white that obliterated obliterated Obli- sorry <laughs> <laughs> obliterated yeah. uh yeah. my calorie deficit yeah. for the week right like that's not cool. And like all that work I put in was just outdone from an evening of shenanigans. Yeah. Like that's crazy to me. Like, why would I want to do that? Um, so yeah, so I had some wherewithal. Like I knew to do that and I just kept it tame. Two strong bows, nice and easy. It was a Monday night, mind you. So I'm not trying to get rowdy, <laughs> you know, just trying to get a little laugh yeah. um, and have some fun with my friends that I went with. And that yeah. was it. And so, you know, one and done. Um, I also had some chicken fingers and French fries. And so, there you, go. you know, <laughs> and uh, which were delicious. And so, and that was it. And, you know, tracked that to the best of my ability and called it a night. And I actually had some macros left by the time I got that's home. Awesome. So win-win. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, right there, gang. That's that's the trade-off and the balance that that we all yeah. are kind of searching for in our in our own little ways, you know. Um, I know yeah. that for, on, on my side of things, personally, like, I don't drink. I, I don't, I never been into it really um and so when i go out yeah i don't even know if i saw you yeah. drink on the staff <laughs> yeah. retreats in the past yeah. i don't think i yeah. i've had um i i had a glass of wine like at our wedding of course and there might be enough you know yeah. a couple other occasions where i've had maybe a half a glass like uh, again it's mostly mm-hmm. weddings it really is so when i go out it's like i don't even really think about it i'll, I'll just get like a diet coke or something like that but one thing that I, that I also think about is the calorie consumption, you know, that comes along with that. And it's like, if I I could have, you know, again, in my mind, this is, this is just maybe my weird brain, but it's like, you know, if there's a 200 calorie drink, you know, and I break that down into carbs, it's 50 grams of carbs, you know, like breaking everything down. So it's like, yo, 
kind of want to just I'd rather just eat 50 grams of carbs, you know, <laughs> like I don't get, yeah, you'd probably eat that burnt bagel yeah. in the morning. You'd love some. <laughs> <laughs> you watch, watch it, pal. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> For sure. But it's like, that, that's another thing is like, if you go out and you're like, yo, like it's been a long day. I, I'm, I'm really hungry. As soon as you start to like dive into like maybe a beer or, or having like a drink with your friends and stuff, those are just like, calories that are just being chipped away and like you're, maybe you'd rather have like you know something extra you know with your meal instead yeah. of instead of drinking those calories so that's something that i always um that runs through my my brain you know it, it just doesn't again weird brain over here it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me so um you know that's just an, another way to uh kind of view it so yeah, no, that's a great point. There is a trade-off. There's a time and place. Um, and, and the value that you get out of learning to track alcohol and your macros and understanding how that affects you as we've covered and then how that fits in, plays the part or the role in your nutrition is that you're like, essentially, you're preferring empty nutrient void calories for like a temporary pleasure feel yeah. that has long-term yeah, effect yeah. on you. And it can, right? And and um, health concerns, all these other things. But like, you know, that short-term, long-term of being able to to, to get to your goals yeah. quicker, right? So like if it means like a temporary sacrifice of just reducing alcohol intake, developing a better relationship with it, or maybe abstaining from it for a little while so that you can get to your goals a little bit quicker and then learn to maybe roll it in outside of the fact. Like there's so many ways to yeah. go about it. I've had clients do any number of journeys on their path, you know, like try to abstain end up overdoing it when they do come back to it. And it's because they haven't learned to kind of factor it in a little more, you know, consistently and in a controlled way. But really what you're learning is it's just like, okay, do I want to drink this thing, this 500 glass, 500 calorie glass of liquid, <laughs> or do I want to eat 500 calories worth of yeah, food? Man. That is going to actually take up physical space and volume in my stomach. It's going to send the reward pleasure system signals to the brain to say, hey, I'm full. You're good, pal. Take a break. Um, and then that helps me sustain the calorie deficit more tolerably than consuming alcohol. That's going to leave me essentially yeah. empty and more likely wanting more calories than I wanted to, to begin sure. with. And so that's those things where like, you know, your, your, every choice has a consequence and it could be good or bad. And all we're trying to do is just chalk up more of the good consequences. Right, yeah. Cause, cause why not? Yeah, man, you know, for sure. So, yep. well, yeah, so, I mean, anything else on it, Chris, I think we, we covered all everything we yeah. wanted to touch on. I think we did. And we, we kept that within like 20 yes. minutes. And I love that. <laughs> I love that for us. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so gang, again, if you, if you want uh, to get, one-on-one -on -one coaching uh from myself or chris or anybody else that uh works with with wag as another coach uh then please check us out at working backslash join uh chris we got a discount code uh we do if you use at checkout code inside wag we will take 50 bucks off your first month of one-on-one -on -one nutrition coaching and that applies to all uh membership tiers that we have whether it be the traditional coaching checking in weekly uh our ncp our nutrition coaching mm -hmm. plus program uh that includes uh the written check-ins through seismic as well as one video yeah, chat yeah. with your coach um per month um That's it. yeah it all applies we'll we'll give you that yeah. discount so yeah check us out if you're if you're in the market to get a little one-on-one -on -one coaching we'd love to love to meet you so Cool. Well, thanks for joining us this week, gang, and we hope you have a good one and enjoy the summer. Take care, everyone. Peace.